Loving patriots, constitutionalists, Trump co-conspirators of truth, recovering Democrats, and those clinging to their guns, Bibles, and constitutions. I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. Check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to any of our previous shows, and also check out the resource page. You can download the podcast of this show from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us your questions and comments? Email us at Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And now you can listen and watch us live every Friday morning on Facebook, X, Rumble, and YouTube, complete with a, talk, a call in line so you can join the conversation. The easiest way to watch us is go to freedomspeaknm.com and click on the Rumble link. Got a great show set up for you this week. Been a lot of stuff on my mind. It's been kind of a tough week, very emotional for me, at least, because of all the things going on. I see what this uh, evil, corrupt government that we currently have is doing to us. I see what's going on all around the world. And the question I have for all of you today is, how do you get people to see the prison wall being built around them? A wall that they, by their own apathy, confusion and indifference are building for themselves. I recently heard a person go on a tirade talking about what a great job Joe Biden is doing. I just remained quiet and listened, all the while wondering how this once brilliant man could be so blinded, even by his own reality, that is at a lifelong personal low. I realized at that moment, It came to me, and I felt a sadness that emptied from my soul any real feeling of security. I realized that if this amazing man could be demoralized, destabilized, put into a crisis mode, and then be convinced to accept this as a new normal, then my understanding of reality has been rudimentary, and and it's lagging at best. Destruction is not coming upon us, but rather it's here and it's now. What remains is an illusion or even a remnant of once what was. It and we are just an external shell of what was a bygone experience. Remember how I talked about in one of my other previous monologues how that I believe that maybe we're going to find that uh, the American dream, maybe it really was just a dream. And now we're in a bad dream. We've been placed in a prison of our own mind and are not even capable of feeling or seeing the prison bars that surround us and that we touch on a daily basis. The only thing needed now to implement total enslavement upon, upon this once great but now morally bankrupt society is a moderate attack upon one of our baser instincts for survival. Humans, and even lower animal life forms, all have three main survival instincts. Self-preservation, sexual, and social. This ensures the perpetuation of the species. So here are some questions I have for you today. Why does an 18-year-old man in 2023 have, on average, only 50% of the testosterone level of an 18-year-old male from the year 1980? Many things I've talked about during my time as a talk radio host might explain why. It comes down to the effects of fluoride, preservatives, hormones, and many other poisons put purposefully into our food, water, and medications. 
why are our young now reared on the so-called glories of alternative lifestyles, also known as the LGBTQA plus whatever agenda? Not that I have a problem with people living their lives the way they want, but what I do have a problem with is an agenda being forced on our children as indoctrination. Maybe because the goal is fewer babies. Depopulation. Why do many people now celebrate the death of the unborn? 75 million abortions are performed worldwide each year. And I know that those at the WEF, you know, the World Economic Forum, led by Klaus Schwab, openly encourage the removal of all these useless eaters, that's their words, from this world. Free love is still with us because pushing the immoral tenets of fun over procreation advances the attack on the survival instinct of sex. Do you think that the lockdowns that happened worldwide were not an initial attack on the basic survival instinct of social interaction? You know, I was just thinking about the other day. So many things have changed over the last few years that a lot of people don't even think about. I remember back when I was younger, if you just wanted to maybe get out, hang out with other people, maybe meet someone if you were lucky, have a conversation you could go to a bar and hang out till 2 a.m. in the morning. Do any of you know of a bar that's still open at 2 a.m. in the morning? It made people who were not sick both paranoid and suicidal. Personally, I wouldn't know because I never wore a mask or allowed an experimental gene therapy to be injected into my body. I could see the nonsense from day one. Why? Because I'm not stupid. I continued about my daily life. I went out almost every day. I didn't cover my face. I didn't sanitize every damn thing in sight. I didn't inject any poisons into my body. And I never once was asked or had to explain whether I was an essential worker or if I possessed a vaccination card. Yet despite this, most people simply surrendered their personal liberty based on a threat. The final straw that will break the camel's back and will place us into total subjugation and slavery will be when the economy collapses and people begin to go hungry. The basic instinct of self-preservation will bring about the age-old, soon-to-come-again, normalization of the slave and slave-master relationship. It's already happening as more and more people abandon self-reliance. At that future point of total compliance, the slave master will then get to decide the exact number of people he will allow to eat and survive. As for the rest, well, I guess we'll see. In an article I read in The American Thinker by Andre Widberg, it stated... If our government does not respect the Constitution, we have no Constitution. If the government refuses to stand behind the principles of free speech, the right to free assembly, the right to petition the government, the right to a speedy trial, etc., those rights don't exist. Instead, we simply have rule down the barrel of a gun, a gun held only in government hands. I thought of that when I read about Doug Mackey sent to federal prison for seven months because he insulted Hillary voters. And Ryan Kelly, given an extra-long prison sentence on a misdemeanor because he didn't grovel sufficiently before his J6 hanging judge. Briefly in the lead-up to the 2016 election, Douglas Mackey sent out some silly memes telling Hillary voters to vote by text. Only a moron would believe that. Of course, there again, he was communicating to Hillary voters. There's no evidence that the, his memes had any effect whatsoever, other than saying that he thought Hillary voters were morons, which I agree with that point. Moreover, what he didn't did wasn't original. You know, I did a search on social media yesterday. I found 
a ton of memes all over the place, political memes, making fun of Joe Biden, Donald Trump, anybody, anybody, it's a public figure making fun of them. I've seen people locally here in New Mexico making fun of politicians with funny memes. Actually, they kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Like, wow, that was pretty darn creative. (laughs) You know? Others have done it, including leftists. It's all over the place. But yet this guy, this guy was targeted. He was made an example out of by communist dictator Joe Biden. Nevertheless, the moment Biden entered the White House, the DOJ came after Mackey. The other day, he was convicted and sent to prison for seven months for telling an obvious political joke. As we all, I think all of us know, at least all of us that have a brain, we know that most Democrats don't have a sense of humor. (laughs) We now live in a country in which we, the people... Fear our government. Is that what the founding fathers intended for this country? No. We're witnessing a complete breakdown of our legal system. A legal system that attacks political enemies and is no longer functioning as a branch of government separate from the executive. In fact, it has become the tyrannical foot soldier of an unconstitutional government. We are surveilled 24-7 by our government through cameras everywhere. Our phone calls are constantly recorded and monitored. Our bank accounts are monitored. Everywhere we go is geotracked either through our phone or our car. Our social media accounts are monitored and censored, and elections are now controlled by machines. That makes for a lot of trust in elections, don't it? We don't know if we can believe anything we're told by the news media. We know now that they've been lying to us for years. And to make it worse, deep fakes and AI, now we have no idea what is even real anymore. Our country is being overrun by third world illegal immigrants that may at any time become the army that will rise up against freedom-loving patriots. Remember Obama when he was running for president? Remember him talking about how he's going to form a civil, uh, civilian, think of some kind of civilian military that is even stronger than the the United States military? Remember when I'm saying that? Remember him saying that? You know, it's amazing. A lot of people that voted for Barack Obama, don't remember him saying that because they weren't paying a damn, paying any attention at all to what he was saying. All that mattered to him, to them, is that he was black and he was a Democrat. So darn it, I'm going to vote for him. I don't care what he said. They weren't listening to him. Democrats don't listen to what these people say. They don't care. It's traditional, so they vote for Democrats. My parents voted for Democrats. My grandparents voted for Democrats. And darn it, I'm a Democrat. I'm going to vote for Democrats. Digital currency is on the way in which everything you buy and sell will be monitored and controlled by a central government. All cash would be confiscated. Face it, it would be confiscated. It would be gone. Your retirement accounts, gone. Investment accounts, gone. Because they would no longer be represented by cash. They would be represented by what the government wants to let you spend. That's what it comes down to. China has already instituted a social credit score system, which penalizes those that do not comply with government mandates. People have become worn down, apathetic, and will give up their freedom all for a small amount of convenience and comfort. During the height of the scandemic, I remember all the excuses. And now that I think about it, you know, it kind of upset me at the time, but it upsets me even more now that I've seen how our country has just constantly gone downhill 
And it's because of you people that complied. You're partially the reason for this. You gave them power by complying. I remember the excuses. I had to take the jab or wear a mask so I could keep my job. I was just following orders. I had to do it so I could attend my kids' soccer game. Or maybe so you could enjoy low prices and shop at Costco. I think we've already seen how little it will take to get most people to do whatever they're told. People in this country are weak and spineless. A lot of people are. A lot of people I know aren't. Thank you for you. It's not too late late to grow a spine. <laughs> Hopefully. What we're witnessing is the formation of infrastructure, which will make way for the mark of the beast. You know, I remember years ago hearing about, you know, the passages in the Bible about the mark of the beast. And I'm thinking, how in the world would that ever be instituted on a worldwide basis? Now we know. A global surveillance state. A global digital currency system. A social credit score system. A population of weak people that depend on the government for their every need. Talk of AI writing a new Bible. Heard that the other day. Can you believe that? It's going to be a better Bible. A loss of spiritual faith. In Revelation 13, verses 16 through 17, it says, And he causes all, the small and the great, and the rich and the poor, and the free men and the slaves, to be given a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And he provides that no one will be able to buy or to sell, except the one who has the mark, either either the name of the beast or the number of his name. The day of our Lord's return is coming. On that day, everyone will be a believer. Unfortunately, for atheists and non-believers, it'll be too late for them. Will you be one of the many that took the mark in whatever form it ends up being? Will it be a digital ID injected into your body through a vaccination? Or maybe a chip installed under your skin? Maybe a barcode or a QR code tattooed on your arm? Or maybe just a big old 666 tattooed on your forehead? Your job, your kid's soccer game flying on an airplane, going to a movie, eating in a restaurant, and even that $1.50 hot dog from Costco will no longer seem important at all anymore. When you finally realize that the real cost was your immortal soul. I've been really emotional this week, people, thinking about this crap. And so, there we go. That's what I think about it. What do you think about it? I think, for one, you said that Democrats have no sense of humor. I beg to differ. Uh, when it comes to Donald Trump, they'll laugh all day and all night and have all kinds of memes and hateful mean things to say, and they love it. They laugh with viciousness. So they have a sense of humor to a point, I would say. It, it just, when it, you know, it, when it is... It intensifies whatever they're feeling. Uh, they go crazy with laughter. But, yeah, that basically they are... A pretty dull, boring bunch. You know, they they want to be control freaks, and they're mad and they're unhappy all they the time. They hate themselves. They, they hate do. themselves so much that they they're want to... mad and unhappy, and they want everybody else to be the same way. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, we got Ethel Maharg in the studio with us today. How's it going, Ethel? Good, good. Ethel is yeah. uh, a previous gubernatorial candidate and also the previous mayor of the enormous city of Cuba, New Mexico. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Ethel? Oh, it's going well. Going well. Yeah. Just, and what do you think about the Democrats' sense of humor? Uh, well, uh, I agree with you. I agree that uh, they, uh, they they can't take a joke. Or you, you try to talk to them about any of this, and all they do is argue. There is no there is no sense of humor there. There's just arguing about everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, 
I somewhat cringe at times because I did have the opportunity to work with a couple that were d- decent, you know, mostly because I was in the pro-life community, you know that. And so they, um, but uh, as soon as I saw, like, for example, one in Gallup, um, things were going that they would be able to get whatever they wanted. All of a sudden, the pro-life stuff went off to the side. So that's kind of disheartening. But but you're right. You're right. They don't, they don't have a sense of humor. You know, they blame you for everything. I know, uh, even in my own family, um, cause you know, it's pathetic. Yeah. They'll it, turn yeah. against their own yeah, family. Yeah. They, I mean, they do. And so, um, it, it's sad. I mean, just listening to Rebecca about all the things that are going on, um, it does kind of kill your spirit a little bit. It huh? does. It, makes it does. It, it brings it down like really heavy. Yeah. But one of the things that I was noticing, um, that, you know, like now that, um, Johnson became the speaker mm-hmm. and I'm thinking they are so quick I was noticing about all the names that they call they are election deniers and they are you know anti this and, and I'm thinking what are you guys like three you know they're always constantly name calling mm-hmm. you know they're just constantly oh you know they're they're this and they're that and the other and I saw I accidentally saw the view <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, know. I, I only did that because my, my daughter was in the hospital and it happened to be on the TV. And um, I saw the redhead. I don't even pay attention. I don't know, know their names. except They're all a bunch of idiots. Yeah. And they were talking about, how, well, at least, you know, this guy should have the decency to even look evil. Like Jim Jordan. They were saying Jim Jordan was mm-hmm. evil. They said this guy should, you know, he doesn't even look evil. And they're just so hateful. Just so darn hateful. And I thought. You guys are something else, but um, yeah, it was like I said, it was accidentally because I don't, I don't watch the View. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I once had a friend that every time we talked, you would bring down Trump so bad, and I said, you know, I'm not the biggest Trump fan you've ever seen at the time. You know, I thought, you know, I, I like him. I think what he's doing for the country, and he said such hateful things, and he couldn't stop. He went on a rant. I hope they take his his child and you know do all these horrible things to him and mean, hateful. I said, yeah. how could you wish something like that on a child? child he's innocent no matter what you feel about his parents why would you wish so something so hateful and so you know horrible on an innocent child and i said do you go to you go to mass every sunday yeah and you accept the eucharist or what you know the little yeah, wafer? Yeah. yeah and and you still wish this sort of thing you need to look deep into your heart i said before you take that because you're you're having the body of christ the way catholics believe or whatever mm-hmm. but you are not thinking at all like no. a, a person of god well, you yeah, know. well, they, they know, too, that, you know, hurting a child would hurt them the worst. Mm-hmm. And, you know, President Trump, you know, whatever people believe, you know, he's done great things for this country. Yes, he has. And, and so um, hate him if you want to, but you can't deny the results of what, what he did for this country. And so, you know, I, I wish to God he was there. You know, because uh, it is horrible what we're seeing in in our you know. Nation, I'm, I'm bringing up the fact she did bring up about elections. You know, yeah. they're unfair and everything. I got a letter from the New Mexico state, the the secretary of state. You know who she is, and she said uh, sign out to be a poll wash watcher. So they want you to waste eight hours of your time, go for training and all that, and stand there and watch people put their little papers in the machine uh-huh. after they voted. Yeah. But they're doing nothing about the ballot boxes that are being right. stuffed about the machines. The that mules. they can change yeah. so the, to me it was like a slap she's like laughing at me go ahead be a poll watcher fool turn yourself in over there and yeah. waste eight hours of your precious time to watch the machines eat up their little paper and count the ballots but they're not doing anything at all about actually switching the machines that switch the votes and all the, uh, the dead mules, people yeah. that keep voting oh, yeah. through the ballot boxes you know that's where the real cheating is going on yeah, the course. real cheating is going on and they know it they know this they're yeah. laughing at us they're laughing at us because mm-hmm. they're getting away with it the real cheating is going on with these drop boxes and the mail-in ballots the yeah. all of that stuff needs to go away I'm yeah. sorry the only way you should be able to mail in a ballot is if you have got a legitimate medical condition that prevents you from walking out the door and going to the elect to the polls on election day mm-hmm. that's the only reason you should be giving an given an exception for a legitimate reason like that otherwise that otherwise there should be no mail-in voting at all oh, Becca, but, no but, early voting wait. no drop boxes yeah, period but, but but the scamdemic 
This, yes. I mean, that, oh my gosh, I mean, you might get the COVID. You might get the COVID. And that was a primer for that. And it's people like, bought into that nonsense. Yeah, they did. They did. You know, I, I, I have been so frustrated over people's stupidity for falling for this garbage. I mean, a lot of people are going to be mad at me for this, but I knew this was a scam from day one. It me didn't too. take me two weeks. Me too. It didn't take me two days. Yeah. From day one, I looked at this and it's like, no, this isn't right. Yeah. I am not going to go along with this. And, I, you know... I, so many people that are out there say, oh, well, I, you know, I didn't know, you know, it's like a year later. Well, you know, I didn't realize all of this stuff. So I, I you know, I took the, I took the shot. It's like, you're stupid. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say <laughs> you're stupid. Okay. Okay. And, and I'm sorry if I've hurt your feelings yeah. by saying you're stupid, but okay, you can get over being stupid. You can say, okay, I really screwed up. I hope that I don't die from this at some yeah. point. And somehow I am not going to fall for this again. I had, I had a discussion with a good friend of mine the other day. He just seems to, and, and you know, I, I love him. He's a good friend of mine, and he always tries to see the best in people. And it's like, you know, that's not a bad quality mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And he tells me, he said, well, you know, I know a lot of people that, that took the shot, and they're saying, oh, my gosh, I realize I screwed up, and I'll never make that mistake again. <clears throat> and I made a bet with him. I said, okay, tell you what, I'll make you a bet. I'm going to bet you a dollar that the next time the government comes out, the next scam, these same people are going to fall for it again. Yeah. I, I, I hate to say this, yeah. but they're going to fall for it again. And I said, you do have to pay me that dollar when you lose the bet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, you know what, uh, Becca, you know, I when the, when COVID came, uh, my husband was in the hospital. It seems like we've had a rash of hospital. This was in 2020. He'd had a severe bacterial infection, and it ended up being he was in the hospital for a month. So I kind of had moved in there to help care for him. And I remember looking, watching the TV, and they talked about when COVID had come out. So I'm just like you. The second it came out, I'm like, oh, wow. They talked about COVID, and oh, my gosh, how bad it was. And, the, and they said, it's going to affect the frail and the elderly. And I told my husband, well, that sounds like the flu. And then, then this statement came out. And it says, avoid large gatherings. And I go, oh, I know exactly what that is. And I said to him, he says, I said, Dean, where are the largest gatherings taking place? And, and guess what everybody said to me? Church. And I said, mm-hmm. wrong. I said, yeah, everybody told me church. And I said, got to put a stop to that no. church because that's a super spreader event. No, but you know where the biggest, yeah. tr- biggest gatherings were at that moment? Trump rallies. Oh, Trump. Yes. Trump and I rallies. Said, oh, my gosh. I know exactly what this isn't is it, about. Isn't this it is, just a coincidence? Yeah. This is like close, cl- so yeah. close to the election. Yeah. I said, oh, yes. my gosh, they're trying to stop the election. I said, that's what this is about. It is not about uh keeping people safe. And so it, it, immediately, but everybody kept telling me churches. I go, nope. And then, so what did they do with churches? They just they shut us down, did they? They shut the churches down. But, um, so which made them even less effective than they were. But definitely, it was about shutting down that election. And guess what? They did. Hear the, hear the music, Ethel? I do. That, that means that it's music? time for us to shut up for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, time flies when you're here, don't it? I know. Yeah. Okay, so everybody, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Our number is 505 444 5059. If you want to call in, we'll be right back. a trailer to haul something around check out my friends at jp trailer sales they've been doing business in albuquerque for seven years whether you're hauling cars landscaping equipment dirt or your favorite off-road toys jp trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs they have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders you'll always receive great friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com.
Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella with guest Ethel Mahark today. Thank you for joining us. If you want to call in, our studio line is 505-444-5059. We'd love to hear from you. You know, I mentioned the uh, surveillance state, which seems to be just growing by the day. And how I think that, you know, I used to used to ask the question, well, how in the world would anybody ever institute a mark of the beast across the entire planet? Well, the infrastructure is quickly becoming in place. As a matter of fact, you might even say it's already in place. We have a World Wide Web. We have a World Economic Forum. We have a United Nations, which is bent on the New World Order. We have a surveillance state. We have, they're pushing the whole idea of a digital currency big time. And I've talked about this before, about how a digital currency would give them control over every aspect of your your life. It would give them control over what you buy and sell. It would give the government the ability to come in and say, oh, no, you know, you haven't been complying with those mandates that we've put out there. You're a problem. And if they don't just outright come out and arrest you and bust your door down with the Gestapo FBI and drag you into jail and leave you there to rot without a trial, well, they might, they might just cut off your cash flow. As a matter of fact, that's probably how they'll choose to do it. Somewhere along the line, at some point in time, some evil probably some evil individual is going to rise up because they're going to make everybody's life so miserable all over the world 
that everybody is going to say, oh, you know, we're going to support this person because this person is going to save us and make our life better. Remember Adolf Hitler? That's kind of what he did. You know, and I've, I've talked about that before. I mean, Germany was a mess after World War I. It was probably a mistake that we didn't go in there and try to help them out. But needless to say, that's history. Mm-hmm. Adolf Hitler came along with an answer. I will make Germany strong again, and I will make sure that everyone's life is much, much better because everybody was in poverty at that point in time. You know, Becca reminds me of um, we went to see the movie The Police State this weekend. Mm-hmm. I we mean, did. Wednesday, yesterday. Was it yesterday? It, yeah. So we went yes. to go see it. And there was a young Korean. Uh, she wrote a book, and she was a young lady. No, it was two days ago. Today's days ago. Friday. Oh, today's Friday. <laughs> I'm so lost. I've lost track of time this week, too. Well, she was a, a young girl from Korea, and some missionaries had helped him, her and her family smuggle out of Korea because they were miserable there, and they said it was mm-hmm. full of tyranny. I mean, everything that we're talking about now. She said she got here in 2015, and that late after that, she enrolled into college, and the professor there was totally anti-American Marxist crazy tell him to hate this country and 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 kill the constitution everything that we believe in and she just stood there in awe and she said oh my god I ran away from the tyranny in Korea and this is much worse what's right. going on in America yeah. today worse than Korea and it, it shocked me to death that she could even say that. Yeah. We're supposed to, and she, this they is one thing it. she said, there is nowhere else to go. Yeah. This is the only place we could go because communism is everywhere and tyranny is everywhere. And this is the only place that you could run to. So if you, if this is no longer safe, there's nowhere else we can go. Mm-hmm. And she did write a book that's, that is something like Your Last Chance, I think it's called, um, that to try to fix this because if not, she said, it's, it's going to be worse than Korea here. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, and and I have another friend. We actually met in Walmart <laughs> one day. <laughs> I was looking at the the bottle of uh, syrup. They had changed it from Aunt Jemima to that General Mills or whatever they call. It. Oh, uh, uh, the uh, uh, Pearl so, Pearl Milling Company. Yeah, there you go, because we can't have a black woman on oh, on the God. on the cover of our product. I'm I mean, that that would be yeah, wrong. So I'm standing yeah. there in Walmart complaining. I go, "You gotta be kidding me!" I was yeah. like, "We've had Aunt Jemima forever." And, you go, yeah. and so she's like, "Right." So she jumped in the conversation, and she had come from another country as well. And she's like, "Oh no!" So then we became fast friends. And she had just she become a citizen, and she gone through all the paces and everything. She says, "It's." She goes, "This happening here." Mm-hmm. It is happening here. You're right. Absolutely. We are being taken over by Marxist communism. And we're like, and, and the biggest part of it, and it just makes me think of another time I was in Dallas. I went for a conference and uh, the driver was, I don't remember. He was from another country. And he says to me, he says, I cannot believe. I mean, he was making a great living being an Uber driver. And he says, I cannot believe in America, he said, in America, you have people standing there with signs. And I'm thinking, that's the problem is we have become, he said, because, you know, here people come from another country and they get that, you know, they become wealthy because, you know, there's money, they're stumbling over money. And we're like, we're stumbling over it, but we're falling in the ditch because we're doing nothing. We become complacent. We, we rely on the government. And, and, you know, to the end, it's like, that's why we'll be willing to, to take the mark because we've gotten to be really, really lazy. Well, and so, so you, I remember uh, Mayor Keller telling yeah. people during the scam, uh, stay home, oh. use up all the benefits, mm-hmm. unemployment, right. food stamps, house, whatever they're mm-hmm. giving you, yeah. use it all up. There's Hundreds of city jobs available. Yeah. We'll save them till after the scamdemic, yeah. and then they'll be there waiting for you. Liars. Who makes a statement like that? Yeah. Like use up all the benefits, use up everything you can yeah. before you actually go back to work. Hey, and they, they, yeah, depend on the government. Mm-hmm. Take all the benefits. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, what do you yeah. expect then? They, they make everybody lazy. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, during that period of time, they conditioned people to be lazy. They did. They can. Be, they they conditioned people to. Uh, stay home. Stay home. Yeah. Live off the government. Right. And, you know, I don't know about you, but if I stay home for more than a few days, we'll have to I start up. feeling like I got to get out and do something. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I like going out and working. It mm-hmm. gives me a sense of accomplishment. Right. It, it makes me feel like I've, I've done something and I'm proud of the work I've done. I'm probably lucky that I love the work I do. You know, I, I, love, yeah. I love the engineering work I do. I do field service stuff. I travel around. I go to different places. I fix people, people's problems. And when I leave, they're all happy. It's like, oh, well, thank you. And, and it's like, 
And then I love doing this too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from that standpoint, I've got a pretty darn good life. I love what I'm doing. You know, I I feel sorry. I'm working and I'm working and I'm getting something done. Yeah. 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 But no, that can, I'm telling you when they started doing that and handing out the uh, unemployment benefits. And then afterwards, I remember Grisham saying, well, we just can't get people to come back to work. Maybe we should give them more money so that they can come back to work. I'm thinking, how what? is that going to help? Yeah, what? Like what? Uh, what? You, stupid. Yeah. I mean, stupid. You know, yeah. Really stupid that she would say that. But guess what? <laughs> We're more stupid because we bought it. And so, you know, paying people to stay home. Now you're paying them to go to work. On top of their unemployment benefits. So we have definitely conditioned people to become really lazy and really dependent on the government. So therefore, like you said, the cashless the society, the digital, it's like, it'll be easy. We'll just go like taking candy from a baby because, mm-hmm. oh my God, the, you know, that what they've done is they've made God their government. I mean, government their God. Oh, that's the goal. Yeah, that is. That that's is the goal. goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I like cash. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. having something in my hand mm-hmm. that that has value that I can go out and give to somebody, and then they give something back to me. Yes. And you know how easy it is to go out and and spend money on a credit card um, when you don't really ever see yeah. the money. Yeah. You know, but then you get the bill, right, and you're yeah. thinking, "Oh crap, what have I done?" Yeah, thirty three percent more. I. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if there's no cash and, yeah. and but but like I mentioned earlier and I and I've said this before about the dangers of digital currency mm-hmm. and especially government controlled centrally controlled government digital which is what they're talking about. We're not talking about Bitcoin here. We're not talking about any of that kind of stuff, which I'm not really a fan of Bitcoin either because I I think it's kind of less like well that's it's based on nothing. You know, yeah. I, I don't trust. Like, I don't trust like that. Sounds like a scam to me. It, it, it yeah. does. It sounds like a scam that's going to blow up one of these days. Yeah. But, but a centrally controlled government digital currency, in which they control uh, what you spend, they can monitor what you spend. You know, like we've heard the thing in which, and I believe this has been going down in flames, where the credit card companies were trying to have a different category for gun sales, mm. and it's like, of course, why? <laughs> Why? Why are you having a different category for gun sales? What's so you can track people's gun sales right, and build exactly. a national database of yeah. who has the guns? Yeah, exactly. And that has received some enormous amounts of pushback. Yeah. But if you think that's bad, just imagine the government controlling every single thing you spend. I mean, they're already say they leaning on the it. banks yeah. and saying if you you know do a withdrawal more than six hundred dollars, the bank has to tell them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. We've already got that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're already monitoring everything. Yeah, exactly. And they they definitely want our guns because they want they want to control us. You know, so that was. I, I'm really glad that New Mexico rose up when the mm-hmm. governor did her her little ban on guns. Uh, what was it? Or it was a health, a health. A health. Oh, it's a health emergency. It's a health and safety. Yes. Health. Em- okay. Because having guns is she unhealthy. Saved, you know, she saved really, us. Yeah, it mm-hmm. ticked me off that she used that family and that little 11 year old's death mm-hmm. for her benefit. And you know, it, it, I was listening to a press conference. She was talking to these officers and you know sheriffs and all that. She says, "Well, she says the Constitution." Or my oath are, what does she call it, irrelevant? Or the, they're not. And she says, but I have made an oath. Not absolute. Oh, they're not absolute. She not said, absolute. Right. She got that from okay. Trader Joe. Yeah, yeah. okay. They are mm-hmm. not absolute. But what she said was, right after that, she says, but I have made an oath to these people. I'm thinking, <laughs> well, you didn't even honor the oath to the Constitution yeah, or like, your sir. So you have no credibility. Yeah, Why should we listen you. to anything you say? Yeah. It's kind of like when somebody lies to you about one thing. Yeah. It's like, what else are they lying to yeah, me about? Everything. It's like, why should you trust them on anything? Yeah. You know, I, I really, it, it drives me crazy when people mm-hmm. lie to me about something, even if it's a lie that they say, oh, well, you know, it's like, well, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I, I, it was just a white lie. So I didn't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. So I made something mm-hmm. up. It's like, you know, it's no, I don't, good. I don't appreciate that but at it's all. It's for your own good. I told it, yeah, a lie because yeah. it's for your health. It's because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. yeah. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, I just lied to you. It's like, oh, and you don't think my feelings are going to be hurt when I found out you lied to me? Yeah. Are you not going to think that I will never trust another word you say to me? Well, you think after yeah. the fourth and fifth lie that people would wake up? And I mean, I know people are waking up to a point, but the Democrats, of course, are still hanging on to it. But after the third or fourth or fifth lie, you should already say, like, you know, on. take it somewhere else. You, you know, know? I, I don't understand why the Democrats. I mean, you know, one of the greatest things that I saw 
that it with this gun battle that took that the Democrats did like perk up and go, oh heck no, we're not going to stand with her on that. It's like why didn't they continue? Why did they not take another stand and say, you know what? Uh, no, this is this is totally unacceptable, and we are not going to stand by you. And it's like maybe they should have begun to think for themselves and say. What else is she telling us? What else is she taking? What other path is she taking down? What other road is she taking us to that is unconstitutional, not really good for our people, or not good at all for you the You know people. what infuriates me to the bone is that they're all talking impeachment, impeachment. What does impeachment actually do? Not yeah. a thing. Yeah. How many times did they impeach Trump? They're still impeaching him. He's yeah. not even president anymore. Yeah. So impeachment is just another word like racist and all those words that the Democrats have worn out and don't mean anything yeah. anymore. Yeah. So well but, now, but but now because she she did go against the Constitution, which is illegal. She's a traitor. And uh, the thing is, is that why didn't you know when they started with the impeachment they said that they wanted to do impeachment why didn't they uh, stand up and say well yeah this is totally wrong we get fired yeah exactly yeah. but now they're saying well impeachment's just a waste of time really but you guys do it every single day to trump yeah right and mm-hmm. so when it's like it's they always have a double standard mm-hmm. so when it's for trump oh yeah we can impeach and die we can always put him in prison all these other things but when it comes to somebody that has, it's all over the news. I mean, yeah. she she made national news. Has How truly stupid, violated the law the and constitution. the constitution yes. and the con- constituents. And, 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 and it's and. a waste of time. Yeah. And it, it That's right. Time. It's a waste yeah. of time. Yeah. It's, oh. a ra- it's a waste of time because the Democrats have no morals whatsoever. And they're, and, and Michelle Lujan Grisham could do anything and they would never impeach her. She could, she could, she could put an order out to the military to mass murder a whole bunch of people and it wouldn't matter to the Democrats. It wouldn't matter to them. As long as it wasn't them. Yeah. As long as it wasn't them. As long as, as, long as it was just some of those oh, MAGA, MAGA extremist Republicans. We don't care how many of them you murder. Oh, but let me tell you one thing that I did notice. You cross her or any of them, you're done. You're dead in her eyes. I don't care if you are a Democrat. Wake up! Mm-hmm. Well, I because won't hesitate. you you won't. cross across that line with her. She, I won't hesitate to mention the guy that was suing her for grabbing his crotch. Yep. Uh, she how many payments did she pay him out of her out of her campaign yeah. funds? And all of a sudden, he's dead. Poof, he's, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Killed himself. But that's just a coincidence, right? Yeah. That's just a coincidence. Yeah, just like all of those people that died that uh, were involved with the Clintons. That's just a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. They shot themselves twice in the back yeah. of the head. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think I can I think I can safely say that through my entire lifetime, nobody that's ever been associated with with me has died under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> really? I think I think that's the case. Not that I know of. Yeah. You know. But Yet when it comes to Michelle Lujan Grisham and the Clintons and people like that, people seem to drop like flies around them. And nobody questions that. I know. Nobody oh, questions didn't Obama's anything chef anymore. just die recently for whatever strange oh, reason? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah no yeah. one's investigated. It's okay. Yeah. It was the yeah. chef for the Obamas, right? And he was young. You he think maybe guy, he cooked right? him yeah. a bad meal or something and they just offed him? You think that's what happened? I don't know. No, I think he, they brutalized him. Beat yeah. Him, yeah, with a paddle on the boat or something. He died a violent death. Wow. Yeah, poisoning he, would have been nice. You mean he didn't kill himself? I, that's well, that's always I the think story. He, he right? beat, beat himself with a paddle. Yeah, until yeah, he killed himself. Right. That's he, yeah. That's common. That happens yeah. all the time. So Rebecca, you mean yeah. if you take people off, you don't kill them? No, I mean, not, they, no. No, I've, I don't think I've ever killed okay. anybody now. And I, you know, I've had a lot of people upset me, but I've never killed anybody. <laughs> me either. <laughs> no, there's been some people I think. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. No, no, never. <laughs> you know, you know. In my opening monologue, I was talking about the the whole thing with the surveillance state, and yeah. this is something that just came out the other day. Um, Stella, you sent this to me. Was this part of the infrastructure bill uh, that both the Republicans and the Democrats voted for, in which one of the components of that bill is that all new cars after the year 2026 mm-hmm. are going to have the ability for to be Turned shut off. down remotely. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but they're going to have the ability to access the cameras. And, or, well, they don't necessarily have cameras. I don't think well, they, they can hear everything. But they can saying. hear everything in there. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, even my older car, which is a 2010, has a hands-free option. And luckily, it's not connected, you know, connected like new cars are. Mm-hmm. New cars are connected. If you're wondering about, if you've never wondered about how you have Wi-Fi in your car, 
Well, where do you think that connection is coming from? That means your car is connected. If your car has Wi-Fi, that means it's connected all the time to the Internet. Mm-hmm. And if it's connected to the internet, internet, that means the government, a hacker, somebody like that can access your car Take and, control. and listen, to the, listen through the microphone, can with this new feature coming out, in 2026 that the government is mandating that auto manufacturers do, they'll be able to shut your car off. Um, what about, okay, let's say what about the next scandemic that comes along and they decide, well, we want you to stay sheltered in place. They want We want you to stay home. We don't want you to go anywhere. And to be sure that you don't go anywhere, we're going to turn down. your car off. Wow. Not great. They'll be able to do that. Well, it's horrifying to me that they could even hear you. You in your yeah. in the privacy of your own home and your own car. There is no privacy. No. So what do you have to do? Learn sign language, so that they can't hear you. <laughs> they'll probably have. They'll probably have Cam- people cameras, that know saying yeah. language. Yeah, they'll have cameras too. Mm-hmm. They'll have to. They'll have to put cameras in there too. Yeah. And even yeah. if you have a secret yeah. sign language, you'll catch on to it. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. I think I'll learn how to speak Klingon, and I think maybe they'll probably never get that one. <laughs> I, I, I was kidding. You know, there was an episode of Frasier. I don't know if you were ever a, a, a fan of Frasier. But I, I, I love that show. There was an episode where Niles uh, was had made a promise to to Frasier. Apparently, Frasier was trying to get back at him for something because mm-hmm. he didn't go to a sci-fi convention and get an autograph that he plan- he promised he'd get for him. So he wrote a speech for him to say, and then in, in the speech, he starts speaking Klingon. And it's like, and it, the whole audience is like, What's he doing? And some little kid says, oh, well, he's speaking Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to little kids to learn Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> little kid got it. So anyway, so they're going to be able to turn your car off. They're going to be able to listen to the microphone in the car and spy on you whenever they want to. And, you know, you mentioned that movie we saw, Stella, uh, Deep or, uh, Police State by Dinesh D'Souza. If you guys have not seen that movie, you've got to see it. All the stuff I've been talking about on the radio for almost three years now, in which I've been talking about the surveillance state, I've been talking about how the FBI has turned into a uh, jackbooted goon squad. And the DOJ you know, has become a joke. Yes, they have. They have. They're, they're just an arm. They're just a militant arm. They're, they're like kind of like back in the old days when the KKK was uh, basically just a, uh, a militant arm of the Democrat Party. Well, now they've not only got Antifa and Black Lives Matter. By the way, if you guys haven't gone to Antifa.com lately, please do that. If you've never heard me mention that, go to Antifa.com and see where that takes you. Democrat Party. No, yes, it takes you to the WhiteHouse.gov. Exactly. It redirects you to WhiteHouse.gov. So, but anyway, so where was I going with this? Oh, there so, goes the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Careful going down those rabbit holes. So Stella and I went and saw that movie, Police State, uh, on Wednesday at the uh, Century Rio 24. And, I, you know, one thing I can tell you when I walked in that room, there is – I'm very empathic. And I got this sense of just – this overwhelming sense of – goodness when I walked in that room a whole theater packed full I mean they didn't have a seat that was not sold packed full of patriots freedom loving patriotic Americans in that room and it was just obvious the feeling that you got but this this movie they 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 talked about the FBI and you know I've heard so-called conservative news talk news people Sean Hannity, which is one I love to pick on because I, he drives me crazy sometimes, is talking about the rank and file. Oh, well, this isn't the rank and file in the FBI. Bullcrap. It is, too, the rank and file. Mm-hmm. The rank and file are involved, too. If they're going along with it, if they're, if they're just following orders, and we saw they showed the video footage in this movie— of the FBI coming along, there was one woman that had just spoke out at a school board meeting for, for her child, had spoke out. What do they do? They show up at the crack of dawn at her house. She's homeschooling her children. Mm. Her children are there at the table with her. They come to the door and bang on, 
bang on the door really loud and don't even give her time to get to the door. They've got the battering ram in their hand already. They break the door down. They come in. They've got like a dozen black cars out, you know, military type cars out out in out in the street. The the whole neighborhood's watching the news crews out there. And they come in there, guns pointed at the children, at their faces, at their faces, mm-hmm. at her. They drag her out of her home. They didn't even show a warrant. They didn't even announce who they were before they broke into the house. Now, you know, the whole thing with pointing the guns in children's faces, or anybody's faces, for that matter, that is a non-threat, somebody that is unarmed, yeah. is is wrong in every way you can mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> I've got a concealed carry permit, which, by the way, I think it's unconstitutional to require a concealed permit, carry permit, too. Mm-hmm. But, needless to say... One thing we learn in concealed carry class is you never point a gun, whether you think it's loaded or unloaded, at anything that you do not plan to destroy. Mm -hmm. That is a basic rule. Yet they were pointing their guns in the faces of children. So if you're telling me that the rank and file in the FBI is not involved in this— yeah, bullcrap. They are. They're totally involved in this. They're going along with this. They are violating their constitution, their constitutional promise to the constitution, their oath of office. Well, Becca, you that know they take. What about the guy that was the pro-lifer? That uh, this guy, he showed him away from his son, and he went through all this craziness. Yeah. He had to go to court twice, and after like years after it happened, or a year or so. But when he they broke into the house and they took all his phones and everything, his computers, like they always do, went through all of their drawers and everything and she said uh, we you you need to have a search warrant and the DOD the FBI said we don't need a search warrant she goes I want to see your search warrant she goes we don't need one this is the attitude these people have mm-hmm. this so is the attitude they have I didn't get to see the movie so you was, need to was, see is, it is this all what was on in it oh yes mm-hmm. this right. is all okay. the same yeah. now here's the thing these videos which Dinesh D'Souza, D'Souza came out with uh-huh. are came from <laughs> here's a real funny one okay they they go to this. This guy is a guy that, because he's a Trump fan, he's a patriot, he went to the speech that Trump gave on January 6th. He went there. He listened to the speech. Mm-hmm. And then when he heard that everybody was going to patriotically and peacefully walk to the Capitol, he said, okay, I'll walk to the Capitol. He walked to the Capitol. When he got there, he was outside the area. He noticed that there was some violence going on and that there were people uh, – Climbing on the walls of the Capitol. Right when he saw these, like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I want to be around here. So he turned around and left and went home. Mm -hmm. Well, sometime later, after, you know, Tyrant Joe got into office, the FBI came to his house. Now, he, at the time, this guy was taking care of his older mother, which was, you know, not very well. Um, so he had he lived in an apartment building. His mother lived in an apartment across the hall from him, and then his you know he had his apartment. Well, he happened to be in his mother's apartment that morning. So the FBI goon squad showed up, and they went to his door because they had his address. Well, on his door he had a ring, a ring camera mm-hmm. there. So the first thing they do, and it shows it on the ring video, they cover up the lens on the ring camera because they didn't want anybody to see what they were doing. They had their battering ram with yeah. them. They had it with them already. What they did not know is that the peephole on the door also had a camera on it on uh, the other side of it. Uh, so it still continued to record what they were doing. Wow. So what they do is they pound on the door. They don't announce who they are. They battering ram the door open. They go in. They trash his apartment. And then they discover he's across the hall in his mom's apartment. And they do the same thing there. And they drag him out. He's an older guy. He walks with a cane. And like I said, he never went into the Capitol. He never even went onto the grounds. He was outside. We walked up and he saw, and he left. This is what the way that the FBI has become. Mm -hmm. They've become a jackbooted goon squad. Yeah. So they drag him away. They they put him through the ringer. You know, so this is the sort of stuff that they're doing. Now, what do I think should happen to the FBI 
if Trump gets reelected, if we can manage to somehow legally elect somebody in the next election, which I'm sorry, I think if the drop boxes remain and the mail-in voting remains, I don't think that uh, there will, uh, will ever be another fair election. Mm-hmm. That's just my thought. Yeah. I don't see how there possibly can be. But if right. Trump was to You're get elected, right. if he was to get elected, what we need to do, day one, oh, hold that thought. And I'm going to tell you what I think should happen to the FBI after the break. So you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie, and we would love to hear your phone calls. we got the phone lines open, 505-444-5059. We will be back. <laughs> 